welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCBQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Code, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. My guest today is Brian Roder. Brian is Senior Director of Customer Success and Implementation at GoTransfers. Prior to GoTransfers, Brian led a business analyst organization and knows how to meet current and future business requirements. Brian lives in Austin, Texas. Welcome, Brian, to the CPQ podcast. Thank you for very much for having me. Brian, I like to start with a more personal question because I understand you like jazz and even play in some jazz clubs in Austin. So I was wondering, can you tell us a little bit more about that and does that help you with uh, CPQ? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's a direct correlation to CPQ, <laughs> but definitely uh, you know, started playing uh, you know, piano when I was a kid, transitioned to trumpet 10, 12, uh, and really played all through high school and, and, and college and, uh, you know, even in my, my, my adult life. It's been a great, you know, everybody needs an outlet, whether it's athletics or running or hiking in my, in my world, it's, it's playing in, uh, various jazz organizations. So, you know, try to make it out. Um, I'm in a twenties and thirties hot jazz band that we play probably about every other week, at least once a month. Uh, it's a good outlet, you know, staying out there and, and, and doing something that I love. Great. Now, please tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came to Go Transfers. Sure. As you had mentioned uh, previously, kind of got my start at a manufacturing company. I started out as a program analyst, graduated into a business analyst group, and then led a group of business analysts uh, for a manufacturing department. It's a billion-dollar manufacturing company here in Austin. And so real focus was internal customers, but I was in the seat of much of our customers in which we were purchasing software, uh, both implementing ourselves, but also paying system integrators and working with vendors to, to implement software. I did that for 15 years and was kind of itching to get out in front of customers more. Uh, so looked around the landscape and one of my previous IT directors, uh, Michael Beamer, had come over and was now the president of GoTransverse. And so when I engaged with him, they had an opening in the implementation team and I thought it would be a, a natural transition. I thought I would be in a unique position uh, as a previous customer sitting, one in, sitting in the customer seat to be able to reflect and kind of understand customer needs and start working on implementations, specifically uh, in, a, in a billing system, in a product monetization platform. So that's that's how I uh, came to go transverse. Excellent. I think it always helps when you bring in some customer perspective. Brian, so now you're you're in Austin. You're working with Go Transfers. Go Transfers is not necessarily known for being a CPQ company, right? So before we talk more about Go Transfers and uh, CPQ, I would like to understand how you got started with uh, Configure Price Quote. Sure. So in, in in a current context, obviously driven by you know Go Transverse and 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 our build out of a CPQ essentials module. But my actual background in CPQ comes from uh, you know my manufacturing background. Previously, it was Oracle EBS. Really configuring, building models and options in in, in the Oracle EBS world it was FIS. How how customers can build you know test and measurement systems, and you you have a particular foundational element, and you can choose different boards and software. And so there's a lot of complex configuration and rules-based engines. And so 
even when we start looking into now subscription and service worlds and, and how that's translating into different areas, right? A lot of that those foundational elements still kind of find their roots in manufacturing and, and physical product delivery. Uh, and so I find that a lot of that translates nicely. And so that's where kind of my background came from. You said you, you have been working in that area now for 15 years. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of things have changed, right? What's, what's the, the, the most or what's the biggest difference from your point of view between when you started to now in the CPQ world? CPQ, from a, from a product offering perspective, obviously you see it reaching both upstream and, and downstream. So you see a lot of CPQ organizations uh, partnering with CRM uh, you know, systems and even pushing downstream into billing and, and vice versa, right? You see billing companies' tendencies to, to look upstream and, and much like us, right, see, see what type of offerings we can deliver. And so whereas I think historically – you know, uh, these different solutions kind of stayed in their lane. Uh, a lot of these different solutions are now kind of playing and cross-pollinating into different organizations and, and different systems. And then obviously you see that the, the natural trend uh, of moving with historically, it was how do I build, whether, you know, you used to go onto Dell.com and go build your own, you know, computer and, and these physical hardware devices. Now it, it bleeds into subscription and usage and, and how can I have a, a particular subscription with three or four different options, uh, you know, whether it's usage related with, you know, allowance and overages or if it's just raw subscription modeling without usage, you start seeing trends and in, 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 in real kind of orchestration happening uh, in, in a lot of different markets that, that weren't in play before. No, and I would fully agree, right? So there's lots of capabilities around that, very interesting capabilities that happen there. What's for you the most exciting part of being in the CPQ space at this time in 2018? I think that the... The most exciting place is seeing, so we as a, as a billing organization, and obviously our focus is on high volume, complex billing and, and usage processing, and really seeing how these different CPQ organizations, and ourselves included, are meeting these needs. Whereas before, you know, it's very subscription or product related, but now you start seeing all of these different Uh, options and selections translating all the way downstream in our particular case right downstream and even to RevRec right you see all the connectivity and, and, and how you know even how I'm selling affects how I'm billing which can even affect how I'm RevRecing with AFC 606 and, and, and different requirements so this kind of connective tissue and drawing that line through you know invoice or quote to, to, to invoice really is, is is pretty interesting stuff. And I agree, and I will ask you about this in a minute. What I first want to get out of the way is I ask everyone who has been working in this area for quite some time, who they listen to, who they consider a leader, right? What influencers helped you so that others who start looking into this can learn from the same folks? So who was an influencer from your point of view? Who helped you to learn more about CPQ? Yeah, for, for me specifically, in, in, in my experience now uh, at Go Transverse, we partner a lot actually with ATG and so do a lot of work with Tom, uh, Tom Sturgis and, and, and ATG and their work that they're doing, not just in CPQ, but across uh, the, the quote to cash delivery and project platform. And then as of late, we've, we've had a lot of success working with a CPQ provider, CloudSense, and I've worked closely with uh, Seth Gross, one of their head architects, um, who's provided a lot of direction and understanding of uh, specifically we talk about you know complex CPQ solutions and you know potential orchestrations and guided selling that could have you know 112 different steps you know we, we worked closely with them on a few different projects 
Excellent. And then, uh, yes, we had a, a podcast with Tom Sturgeos from ATG before, and okay. we also talked to CloudSense, so that's good. Now, tell our listeners, maybe in a couple of sentences, what GoTransverse does and uh, what you do in general, not just uh, CPQ. Sure. You know, we consider ourselves uh, an intelligent uh, billing platform, uh, really trying to provide our customer and our customer base uh, a modern way, obviously we're a SaaS company, but a modern way for uh, you know our, our customers to be able to really imagine any type of billing or monetization uh, configuration. And so, as I said before, our focus is on high volume, high complexity. Obviously, we still have quite a few customers that are doing you know your standard subscription modeling, but really where we differentiate ourselves from our competitors in, in the market is our ability to process you know billions of usage events uh, or highly complex usage models with tiers and, and, and different tapered pricing. So that's our goal. Um, you know, started specifically focused on billing, but as you can imagine, you know, as you work both upstream and downstream, you know, we have a subledger, a fully functional subledger, and now even upstream starting, right, we're working with a CPQ module now with a lot of different integrations and a variety of different CRM systems. So uh, we fit very nicely into a lot of quote to cash programs and platforms, uh, doing a lot of work, you know, with Salesforce CPQ, but also CloudSense from a CPQ perspective. And, and then obviously we have our own CPQ module, CPQ essentials. Then tell tell us a little bit more about this uh, CPQ solution. For whom is it and, and what can customers expect when they get it? Sure. So what we were seeing and kind of the impetus or, or catalyst for really building this out and making this investment was we, we had quite a few quite a few customers that were working in this complex billing subscription modeling world where, where usage was really heavy. And, and really they were looking for, you know, some level of additive intelligence during the quoting and ordering process. And, and really we, we we're kind of breaking it up into to three big buckets uh, and what we were trying to tackle. So one was really your, um, you know, uh, more intelligent pricing model. So, you know, if I had subscription A, subscription B, and I wanted to have, if, you know, if, if A and B were currently either in a, a card or, or a quote, and I added C, it became free, you know, some intelligent kind of pricing. You know, that was the first real delivery. The second was taking similar a uh, similar approach, but really kind of having more intelligent discounting, right? So whether it's an existing offering or subscription, or it was something that was being ordered all at once, taking all that information during the ordering and quoting process, running it through uh, a business intelligence uh, engine, and then you know sending back the results, whether it's applying a discount, once again intelligent pricing, uh, and that sort of thing. So really, you started with you know in more intelligent pricing. The secondary piece was applying rules, a rules-based approach to discounting. And then the third bucket really was, you know, had a lot to do with more bundling, right? So as, as you're seeing across the subscription world, right, you can offer, you know, your, you know, gold, silver, bronze package. And as you order those, you want to have a preset of, of defined offerings that are always going to come, uh, you know, with that particular package or bundle. And then you're going to have some options associated with that with to have very various pricing uh, uh, rules associated with it, depending on what you've already ordered or what you're ordering within uh, this specific quote. And, and so those were the three areas that we were, we were really trying to tackle, uh, you know, it's more about order, order augmentation or quoting, you know, during that that process and tying in some intelligent business rules. 
And let me ask one question here, especially in regards to your Salesforce partnership. So now since uh, Salesforce, CPQ and billing, so now they're offering billing uh, functionalities as well. Did that change your partnership or is, what, what impact does it have for you and your customers? No, I, I mean, I, I, you know, our relationship with, with Salesforce uh, is very strong and, and we continue to leverage them. I think, you know, a, as I said before, our wheelhouse or real value proposition is a lot of the complexity of, you know, high volume usage driven items. And they continue to turn to us for a lot of those types of solutions. So uh, I think it's, it's done nothing but really enhance uh, our relationship and show that we're really a differentiator in that market. Great. Now, how important is the CPQ solution for gold transfers? Is this something that you would expect to make strategic investments into in the future? Yeah, for, for those specific areas, and we talk about, you know, product packages or bundles, uh, you know, discounting and intelligent discounting and, and product relationships, we're going to continue to add uh, functionality and, and build that out. You know, we're We value and want to continue to invest in our relationships with both Salesforce CPQ, CloudSense, and, and other CPQ providers as we see you know, that's, that's their core competency. We are a modernization and billing platform. Um, so really, we want to continue to leverage those, those uh, relationships specifically when we talk about you know, complex and a lot of what we see specifically, whether it's IoT, hosting, telco, or utilities. You're, you're talking about large areas of both business process and orchestration that are occurring in the CPQ side of the house. Uh, and, and really, that's their core competence. We want to continue to help uh, you know, work, use those relationships to make our customers successful. And do you focus, and you already mentioned the industries, right? So telecom, utilities, and others. Uh, are you also focusing on specific geographies, customer sizes, anything else worth mentioning? Yeah, we're, we're I, uh, not as much targeting geographies uh, uh, or, or sizes of companies, but we definitely see specifically in the, in the CPQ space, uh, you know, IoT, telco, uh, and hosting is where a lot of a lot of this traction is being made. Specifically, when we're talking about marrying our complex usage uh, and, and, and complex subscription models, and how that translates upstream, and a lot of that, uh, you know, plays nicely in those spaces. And what is an ideal customer for your CPQ solution? Sure. You know, as I mentioned, we have a few customers, you know, that have taken advantage of our, our, our CPQ module. And, and in all cases, it's, uh, you know, an individual that has, you know, a CRM system or a processing system um, that is outside the realm of kind of a normal uh, CPQ integration, whether it's a self-serve portal, uh, you know, a, a customer is coming in and kind of ordering on their own, and, and they're looking for intelligent billing to make API calls in and to really say, hey, what, what should occur in these specific scenarios, whether it's discounting, you know, bundling, uh, that sort of thing. And so uh, a lot of times what we're seeing is although the configuration and, and driving from a product and pricing model perspective is occurring within you know, our UI and configuration, majority of the integrations on the front end Uh, or, or input into the system is through API integrations. Um, and, and so really what we're seeing is, you know, companies that are, you know, hosting, once again, you know, their, their own self-service portals for their customer base or ordering processes, inputting that into the system, and during that quoting process, taking advantage of our intelligent, you know, business rule-driven CPQ uh, capabilities to, to, you know, provide either discounts, make recommendations on ordering, or, or you know, managing packages and bundles, that sort of thing. 
And here a quick note regarding our new and free CPQ Circle community. Stay up to date with the latest CPQ knowledge from many CPQ vendors, system integrators, researchers and customers by checking out our new CPQ Circle community. Read CPQ-specific industry articles, best practice, learn about job opportunities and much more. Because you can learn something, benefit from it and because it's free. Check it out at www.novocpq.com. Look for resource and then select CPQ Circle Community. Make sure to check back regularly because the content will change frequently. The content is provided by all CPQ Circle subscribers. Brian, what should customers do to get ready for a successful CPQ project with GoTransfers? Sure. So uh, you know, a lot of activities, uh, I guess it, it's interesting that you mentioned that. So I just hosted a, a webinar with Seth Gross, who I mentioned before, talking about uh, what you should do when you're preparing your, your quote to cash program, uh, some of the pitfalls that we see and best practices in the industry. Really, it's you know, we step through kind of the, you know, areas that we were focusing on and, and really it's that investment on the front end, right? So the project planning analysis phase, uh, really understanding your true business requirements and not just assuming that current systems as is or what you want to translate into your new platform or new program. Really, you know, don't be afraid of challenging norms, you know, essentially investing an entirely new platform, whether it's strictly through GoTransverse or GoTransverse and some of our other partners, whether it's, you know, Salesforce, CPQ or CloudSense, you have, you know, this entire new quota cash program and platform, use it, take advantage of it, use those resources, whether it's, you know, our billing expertise or CloudSense or, you know, Salesforce CPQ's experiences in CPQ. Let's utilize, uh, you know, those trusted advisors and, and really understanding best practices in the industry. My next question is, where should billing and invoicing reside? In the CPQ world, there are generally two points of view where billing and invoicing should reside, either on the front-end side, that's your CRM system, or on the back-end side, which is your ERP system. What's your point of view? I would say in between. Right? So we, we fit very nicely in between a historical CRM system and an ERP system or accounting system like Oracle or SAP. And you see, right, that, that whether you're looking at, you know, Forrester's report uh, or, or others, and, and you're looking at where monetization or billing platforms sit, and, and there's, a, there's a very large industry that continues to grow, whether it's us or our competitors, and, and that market is continuing to grow and individuals are making investments there. And, and, and there is a need and a want to keep that separate. Now, obviously, we're pushing upstream, as I mentioned before. You have different you know, CRM and, and, and sales systems pushing downstream, and that will continue to happen. But I think you know, there are core competencies within billing, uh, billing solutions that we're going to continue to invest in and that, that really help these you know, systems and, and companies value or see value onboard new products pricing models very quickly get them out to the market whether you're testing new new pricing models or, or usage or consumption based models uh, you know turning them up turning them down seeing what works or not there, there's a lot of value in, in, in partnering with a company like go transverse uh, opposed to some of the, maybe your other classical CRM systems or ERP systems that were more you know inventory driven systems or uh, you know shipments and that sort of thing they don't do a great job of managing subscriptions or usage models. 
Are you working with different software review websites or uh, analysts? And, and do you want to place your CPQ solution also in the center or is that more an, an additional offering that you have? Yeah, I, I, it will always you know, continue to be uh, an additional offering. Um, it, it will partner nicely with our you know, complete modernization platform. We feel very strongly that it, it's going to assist and continue to aid uh, a portion of our customer base, but our core competency is really going to be always in, in billing and, and, and creating you know, RevRec subledgers, and, and that's our core competency. We want to continue to do that. Now, concerning the maintenance, very important for every CPQ system, right? What's important to consider for Gold Transfer's customers when they want to maintain your CPQ solution? Yeah, it's a good point because I think there's, right, when you start playing in, in different spaces, whether it's CRM and CPQ and how those interrelate, uh, or it's CPQ in your billing system, or, you know, or even CPQ to billing to, to even Oracle uh, or another ERP system, you know, understanding all of that connectivity, and as we mentioned before with AFC 606 and, and other accounting requirements, understanding how the calculation occurred, different, you know, how I'm deviating or, or, or mixing different pricing models is really important. That's why we do see a lot of traction uh, using our own CPQ Essentials module because it's all, you know, embedded and, and within the track platform. Uh, and so you can see that. So when you're making a change, whether it's to your pricing, your product or pricing model within Tract, making that necessary change from a CPQ perspective right, is more native versus potentially making uh, you know, a change or a systemic change within your CPQ platform and having to do something similar in your billing platform uh, has been, been quite nice to, to be able to do it in one-stop shop. One thing I want to uh, ask you also about, since you mentioned it now a couple of times, was concerning ASC 606 and concerning revenue recognition. What do you think every CPQ customer should know about these two requirements? I, I think it's just really kind of understanding, and specifically when you get into packages and bundles, and that's where a lot of this you know comes into play. It's really understanding, you know, what is the breakout of those particular items. Um, you start talking about list price and, 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 and different items, and it's just understanding the needs and the downstream needs from your accounting partner so that you can truly understand what needs to transfer through your various systems so you have that nice connected you, – you can connect those dots throughout to understand how those uh, – you know, a final calculation occurred within CPQ so that can translate nicely to your billing system. That can translate nicely to your ERP system, right? It's that, it's that age-old – you know, additive where, hey, I'm a, I'm a, if I'm a sales individual, I want my invoice, or I'm, excuse me, I want my quote to look like uh, my order confirmation that looks like my invoice that then easily translates to my uh, accounts receivables team receiving payment. Right? If all those are in alignment, right, it's much easier to collect uh, on the back end. If my you know quote doesn't look like an order and my order doesn't look like my invoice, you have unhappy customers and it's much harder to collect. Where do you expect the CPQ market to go and how and why is that interesting for gold transfers? And I think from our perspective and what we continue to see is is more and more verticals or you know different markets really getting into complex usage models. And that's going to stress a, a lot of your historical C, C, CPQ systems that you know jumped into subscriptions, started working on subscriptions, but you know don't necessarily have uh, the capabilities of, of rate tables and creating these complex usage models. Um, and so partnering with these organizations and continuing to work with them, I, I think, is going to be in everybody's best interest and really excited to see how we're going to help solve some of our partners' needs and ultimately our customers' needs. 
Do you have any resource you find helpful for people that are new to CPQ or who want to learn more about CPQ, especially pricing? Like people, research, papers, books, is there anything it's worth sharing? Yeah, I don't have anything in particular uh, you know, out in the, in, in the market from a specific CPQ perspective. Um, obviously, we have some resources online, you know, different use cases and, and models that we've gone through uh, at gotransverse.com. Uh, but not, nothing out there that I would recommend, no. Another interesting question, Brian, is if your customers ask for analyst reports like Gardner, Forrester, IDC, and numerous others, how important are these reports to your customers? I would say specifically in the uh, that you know the cloud billing space, analyst reports obviously help. You know whether it's MGI or Forrester, a variety of others definitely helps uh, understand both the landscape and 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 the customer kind of understand who you know best and you know the best providers are and what their uh, strengths are. And where can interested listeners see you next? Do you have any upcoming events? Sure. Uh, you know, one I, I had mentioned previously. Uh, Seth and I from CloudSense uh, hosted a webinar, which you can find uh, on our website as, as well as you know, a variety of different social services like LinkedIn and Twitter uh, from GoTransverse. You can find there. As far as any upcoming events, our season for 2018 has, has wrapped up. So no active uh, webinars or events that we have going on through now or the remainder of the year. Uh, but if you sign up for you know, any of our uh, news feeds on LinkedIn or Twitter, uh, you know, it would be great to, to have individuals uh, contact us or, or view content that is occurring in Q1 of 2019. Brian, what's a good way for interested listeners to contact you if they want to follow up with any questions? Uh, really, probably the best way is to go to gotransverse.com. You can uh, you know, submit any requests through there. It'll get, it'll get routed to me, uh, and I'd be happy to, to touch base with anybody that has any questions related to GoTransverse or our CPQ model. Be happy to help. Excellent, Brian. I think this was very helpful to learn more about the GoTransverse CPQ offering. Thanks for taking the time to visit us today. Thank you very much for having me, Frank, and uh, I appreciate the time. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocpq.com. So long, everyone.